Oh, man. Oi, oi! Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Football Fiends Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Barkley, and across the table from me is my good friend, avid rival, the cane to my undertaker, <laughs> Chris Calderon. Chris, how you doing today, my friend? Good, I guess. How about you? Oh, I'm doing just dandy. Hmm. Just dandy. I wonder why. Well, I, I hit a little bit of a bet today, so that was pretty sweet. Sorry, I didn't give them out. That's on uh, That's on me. Probably should have sent that out to the people, but I was a bit cold this weekend, so I decided to keep it to myself. Oh, who doesn't love a good beer? Have you ever heard like a water when it opens? Wow, and you're really thirsty. Amazing. You're just a weird individual, my friend. <laughs> Burger King and water. You remember that? <laughs> Burger King and water? <laughs> what? <laughs> what the uh, hell did you just yeah. say to me? <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. You know, fish fucking water, right? Right. Right. But yeah, you drink beer that's made out of water. It's got yeast and alcohol. Therefore, it has distilled all the fish semen out of it. <laughs> You gotta live life on the edge. You might as well just go and jerk off a trout somewhere <laughs> with, with what you're doing. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's good to good to be back. Pretty decent slate of games this weekend. Pretty decent slate of games so far this week. We're gonna have some pretty good weekend this coming weekend too. Yeah. This Saturday and Sunday, very decent slate of matches. Um. So let's just jump right into it. Onto the EPL. Let me see. Friday we had Wolverhampton playing. Who Wolverhampton play? Oh, Leeds. Yep. Wolverhampton won. No big deal. Wolverhampton won. Leeds zero. That's Wolf. basically to be expected at this point. Well, yeah, yeah, it is. It I is. mean, because you know, once again, we just don't know where Leeds is. I mean, we can't get a handle on what the hell Wolverhampton is either, but yeah, I don't know. They're, I don't know. Wolves, they tend to, you know, do good and then... And then just not show up. Yeah. Yeah. That's, maybe that's like a Wolves thing. I, I just, uh, I don't know, man. I mean... They're, it's basically the entire Portuguese national team, so you think that they'd be dominating. Yeah. But because I think, what, seven of their starters are, or they have like nine Portuguese players on their roster or something like that. Yeah, that whole roster is just insane. Yeah. Well, I mean, it is funny, though, because the only reason why Leeds lost was because of an own goal. Right. So, I mean, I guess did, did Wolves really win? Can we really say that? No, I don't think so. Right. I mean, the score says otherwise, but losing to an own goal, man, that's just... Yeah, when you lose... When you win by an own goal, I don't think it's a win. You're not happy about it, but you're going to take those three points. Yeah, of course, but... But it's just not the same. No. It's, it's not it's winning not it. It's not the same, No. 
Yeah. It's not so much winning it as it is not losing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. The other team scored for me. Yay. Yay. They did you a favor. Yay. Yay. Yeah. That's basically what it is. Yeah. That's a, that's a celebration. Yeah. Right yeah. There. Yay. Cool. <laughs> cool. We won. Yay. Basically. Yeah. Anyway, nobody gives a shit about that match. No. Um, Saturday's games. Couple pretty decent, uh, decent fixtures. Southampton and Chelsea tied. So um, is that shocking? Is that I, I found this shocking? Not to me. I kind of thought. Well, I mean, I originally bet that Chelsea was going to win. That was on my parlay. But at the same time, a tie with Southampton doesn't shock me because Southampton is one of those teams that can just show up. I mean, fuck, they beat you guys. Yeah. They tied us. I think so. No, yeah. we beat them. No, we beat them 9 nothing. What am I fucking talking uh. about? But still, no, Southampton is one of those teams that when they want to show up, they're they going to show up and they're going to yeah. play hard. And they actually only tied because of a, a Mason Mount penalty. So, And you know who scored there. for Southampton? <laughs> yeah. yeah, can we talk can about that? that shit? Can we talk about can you that shit? That? How, many, how many goals How many goals you guys scored this weekend? And then who scored for Southampton? Yeah. Can you believe that shit? I don't know. I told you, Minamino is a great player. I don't know he, what happened in Liverpool. It's like, how is it that... Nope, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that in a second. We're going to talk about... We're going to talk about that. Um, uh, Burnley tied West Brom. I mean, that was a bit of a relegation battle right there. So that really didn't help anybody. West Brom ended up with a, was it, a semi-ajayi. Got a red card really fucking early, a straight red. Yeah. I didn't see the tackle, but, um, yeah, it was straight up a straight red in the 30th minute, and Burnley still couldn't score. And the crazy thing is they almost won the game with 10 players. Mm-hmm. How's Bro, West Brom is actually surprisingly Good. Yeah. Like, I think they're a team that knows how to play from behind. Yeah. So unless you get ahead, they're going to try and hit you. They actually ended up with more shots than Burnley. Yeah. Had had far less possession. But uh, they had, what, 10 shots to Burnley's six? Yeah. Eight, eight or three big chances to Burnley's one. So it's like they were there. Like, they were just trying, but they just couldn't put one away. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been cool if they won that game, though. Ten yeah. players. Mm-hmm. That was. I mean, I saw. I saw a little bit of the game. I didn't see it all, but West Brom. West Brom should have been a team, not on the relegation zone. At least I think. It's gonna be sad if they do get relegated because they are one of those sides that I think is ready for the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. They they've been they always challenged. You know, no matter what team it they're is. Never, they're never going to be quite a top 10 no, finisher, no. but they're always one of those teams that can make a scrap out of anything. Yeah. And that's what I love to see. I love it when those bottom team tape, when those bottom table teams can at least put up a fight for yeah. somebody, you know? Not all, not all of them are just roll over and die like a Sheffield. <laughs> but, you know, a West Brom is good. Brighton, I mean, they had a bit of a rough day. Yeah. 
but they're uh, they always make a fight out of everything. Um, let me see. So that game ended up nil nil. Um, we're gonna talk about uh, the last game of the day: Fulham versus Sheffield. Fulham won, Sheffield nothing. Congratulations. Uh, the Lookman goal was okay. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't very much noteworthy from that game. No. I mean, it would have been nice if Sheffield were to show up and win because they were supposed to, according to my bets, but, you know, that didn't happen. They didn't show up at all. Uh, no. <laughs> Sheffield, Sheffield legitimately should have lost, like, 4 nothing. They should have. Yeah. Fulham was dominating them the entire fucking game. Yeah. Sheffield, I think Sheffield is just not motivated to play anymore. They don't care. I think they're just kind of like. Well, they got. Let's go. Their their best season was last season when they ended up seventh place, but that was when they had Dean Henderson, who's now back at Manchester United. He was on loan there, <laughs> and it's like after after they lost him, basically like all the shots that Dean Henderson was stopping isn't getting stopped by uh, what's his name, who's a Sheffield keeper, uh, Ramsdale. Ramsdale. He's not great. No. I can tell you that much. He is not great. No. <clears throat> but anyway, um, so that game ended up Fulham 1, Sheffield 0. Cool. Um, now we're going to talk about the biggest match of Saturday. Um, Probably the biggest match of the weekend. I would I would say it was probably the biggest match of the weekend. Um, bit of a Liverpool derby. You got Liverpool inviting in their friends from across the street, Everton. How was that score, Chris? Man, what, what was what was that final? Oh. Just say it, you'll feel better. Just say it, you'll feel better. I promise. How can you feel better after saying that? Just say the final score. You'll feel better. Okay, zero to... You know, I, it makes it feel <laughs> even fucking worse. Who scored zero? Nobody cares, Chris. <laughs> Nobody fucking cares. <laughs> hey, you know, if you guys had loaned out Minamino and you take that goal he scored today or on a Saturday earlier and you transfer it, you would have only lost 2-1. I can't believe it. <laughs> so Everton went into the great Anfield and uh we're just gonna go ahead and say I mean let's put it this way I think Lev- Everton was just far more clinical with their chances because you guys had them you guys were working it around you ended up with more possession you had more passes you guys you 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 just can't find a fucking shot to save your life. No. Uh, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Mane, Mane kind of looked lost to me. A little like, bit. Like, I will say he didn't, he didn't look comfortable. No, he was just... seemed like he was just running for fun. Mm-hmm. And he would get the ball and didn't even know what to do with it. Yeah. It was... Uh, it was um, well, and Jesus, I mean, Salah needs to finish that... One on one, he had with Pickford. Yeah, Salah. I think Salah. actually, I want to say Pickford made a great fucking save on that. Yeah. So for those who didn't Pickford. see, Mo Salah ended up getting the ball like right at the six yard box. Yeah. Started took one touch, was trying to beat Pickford, and um, it looked like he was kind of falling. Looks like Mo Salah was kind of falling backward. I don't know if it, that was just trying him trying to angle his body or yeah. what. Yeah. But 
he 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 leaned back and he, uh, he hit it and Pickford it looked like he was trying to go five hole and then Pickford just managed to barely get his hand or it hit his merely moved his foot yeah. and he blocked it with his foot and then ended up jumping on it and collecting it. It was actually one of the most impressive one on ones I've seen, especially from the six yard box. Yeah, like he closed it down with like three yards to go and fucking managed to block it. I I think that was a perfect chance to score but it was just not our time you know so i mean don't get me wrong he he did really well you know he pickford pickford i think is an underrated goalkeeper i I don't think he's the number one for england though even though that's what that's what he's been designated as well i mean i i wanted them to buy pickford you want any goalkeeper possible because you don't have one. No, but I think I, I honestly want a Liverpool. You're missing two things. You're missing center backs and you're missing a keeper. <laughs> and apparently forwards. Yeah, well. well <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. I mean, that that chance, that was a great chance. Uh, Liverpool, Liverpool were doing great. And and whatnot, but it was just I, I don't know. It just I think I feel like they fi- figured out the system. Maybe I don't know. I think I think they I think they figured out the system. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, the first goal from Everton, Rich Charles. I say three three minutes in, and that was the one that James put him through, right? Yeah. 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 James has been playing out of his fucking mind since coming out. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I no, don't, dude. He's know. actually a big fucking threat. Mm. It wouldn't shock me if at the end of the year they're talking about him being the uh, the FA player of the year. No. No. When he's in that team, dude, he he's finding just great passes. He's, you know, he's got some goals under his belt. Yeah, and that was just the perfect playthrough to Rich Allison for that goal, and it was in the third minute too. Yeah, I mean everybody was fresh, and yeah. they instantly found that hole. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I Richford's goal, yeah, that was it was a good goal. Um, Hamas, he did a great pass, you know, which led to the goal. But uh, I think Rich Richard Larson is is a phenomenal forward. Yeah, so, you know, there's there's no stopping him. On those chances. But he's not a he's not a dominant Calvert Lewin. No, we'll talk about no, no. Here. So I mean, he's a he's a great second striker. Yeah, he's absolutely the guy that you want in there if you're uh, if your first guy can't go. Right. Um, I mean, I think uh, yeah, Ham- James James. I guess he does. He is their playmaker. So I mean, I, I, I give him that. Yeah. But. I don't think he'll be FA Player of the Year. No, he's not going to be at the end of the year. They're going to give it to Ilkay Gundogan. That's basically already decided. Probably. But I think I think Rodriguez, James is phenomenal playing right now. Yeah. yeah, I mean. And I think it's Ancelotti just getting the best out of him. I mean, we wonder why everywhere Ancelotti goes, the first thing he does is say, get me James. I think it's because, I mean, Hamas came in and he instantly filled that slot in the middle for Everton. Yeah, yeah. It's because he knows that system like the back of his fucking hand because he's been playing for it for, what, five years now, six years? Yeah, well, he's the one that took him to Madrid. So Exactly. I mean, 
I guess in Madrid, he was doing all right. I guess. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to get into that. Yeah. That's, so. I mean, especially when what the mids when he got there anyway were. Yeah. Fucking incredible. Yeah. Like. It's a little hard to take Isco's spot. Let's yeah. be honest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like a whole nother conversation. Yeah. But, yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess he is the, the brain for Everton, you know. So, I mean, uh, but Pickford, he did. He had a couple really big saves. Had, yeah. He had good saves. There's one. Henderson, I think, got lucky on that one. When oh, that volley he yeah, hit? That volley. Yeah, that Yeah, so, the volley from Henderson. It was basically just going top left or top, top right, right corner. Top right, and yeah. So. Pickford made a dive out of his mind and managed to get a finger on it and I mean, got just it away. That. And you know what, man? It was. And, you know, the whole time I'm kind of cussing Pickford out. Yeah, the whole time I'm like, <laughs> you fucking guy. You know, but, but he was playing out of his mind, man. Yeah. It was so he, great. And let's be honest. That Jordan Henderson has never hit a ball that sweet before in his no, life. Never. That that I've perfect roll on the outside of his foot to get the, the curve off to the side off of yeah. no-touch volley. Like, no. that Jordan Henderson's never hit a ball like that. Never. Never. I've, Question, though. Question. So, Everton's second goal was a uh, penalty. Do you think Trent Alexander-Arnold was was that really a penalty? I mean, I could see why. So Dominic yeah. Calvert-Lewin ended up getting subbed on for Rich Arlison, basically almost straight away, gets a one-on-one, starts cutting in on goal, uh, shoots, and I think gets blocked. Yeah. The goal, he gets blocked, and so he ends up running to go get there, but uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold had made a slide to stop him. Well... And I think, like, Rich, uh, Dominic Calvert-Lewin ended up kind of just, like, clipping him. It seemed like Trent Alexander-Arnold had made the slide to try and block the shot. He didn't block the shot, and so he was just kind of in DLC's way, or right. DCL's way. And it's like he just kind of rolled onto him, and they ended up calling a penalty on it. Yeah, so... I mean, they say, they say it's because... Uh, like he raised, they say it's because he raised his foot and maybe clipped right. him at the end. Yeah. But it's like at the same time, he was also in the middle of a slide. I wonder if just because his foot was up a little bit, that's why he called it. Well, okay, so yeah, he does that slide tackle. Okay, we're not, I'm not, it's not, he tries to save the ball. So on top of that, he's already on the ground. But what I think it was is the second, he lives his set, he lives. He lifts his leg a second time. Oh, and clips him, and so that's why they called it. So he doesn't clip him. So one, two. No, see, he does kind of entangle up his feet, though. Okay, I didn't. I never saw that before until I saw that replay. He does kind of lift his foot and tangle him up. No, no, he he really he really doesn't touch him. Like if, if it kind of does. No, no. He really, if you look, if no. you look, it's just enough to where he kind of lifts up and he splits his legs. Watch. No, watch. because boom, right there. No, so that one, that's the one that they're talking about. He's already falling. See, never touch them. Never touch them. See, I think he does clip him though. That's the thing. It looks like he just got his leg just barely tangled up. No, I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I really don't think so. It's okay. So his leg is up, right? And then he falls. And then what's his name? Uh, Pickford. 
No, no, no. The uh, the Dominic Calvert Lewin. Okay, he he trips over Trent. He yeah. even hits him yeah. in the head. He's well, so, he's already saying yeah. So, but that's why I I don't understand the call. Well, yeah, but at the same time too, if I was gonna say if that ends up being a penalty, shouldn't that be a card too? Yeah, that's what I thought. See, because if you're gonna call it for, if you're gonna call for his leg, you know, kicking him out. Yeah, it should have been a straight that's red. A, that's a straight red. Should have been a, deni- a straight up denial because he was gonna be wide open with a wide open shot. Yeah, so that's why that's why I'm kind of confused because he gave the penalty but no red. That's the third time I've seen Trent Alexander Arnold give up a penalty like that or give up a, a yeah. you know, what should have been a red card penalty and not gotten anything. Yeah. It's almost like the refs are getting paid to give Liverpool a title. <laughs> Too bad Liverpool aren't taking charge of it. But anyway, that all that doesn't matter. Um, we lost. Dominic Calvert-Lewin ends up scoring the penalty. Final score, 2-0 uh, to Everton. Um, I'm going to hit you with some stats of that. It's actually kind of impressive. kind of is if you think about so, it, I guess. So, Liverpool, this is their fourth straight home loss that hasn't happened since 1923 23 everton this is their first win in anfield since 1999 yeah that means there is a guy out there that is 21 years old and has never seen everton win at anfield yep he got to see it hey saturday if only he couldn't have been there so uh (laughs) liverpool don't have a goal from open play in 528 minutes. Yeah. 528 minutes from open play. That's fucking insane for the fact that you guys were leading goal scorers last year. Yeah. Um, High on points. Yeah. We broke a record also. And then I think this season, which is. So I got, I got one more stat for you. So at Anfield. Mo Salah, Roberto Firmino, and Sadio, uh, Sadio Mane in 2021 combined 35 shots, 7 on target, 0 goals. Yeah. You're telling me you didn't want Minamino. Yeah. Can you believe that? These guys yeah. know they're starting, so they have no motivation to score. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, another one... I mean, Thiago Alcantara was a great player in Barcelona. I liked his style of play there. I never really got to see him in Munich, but apparently I guess he was phenomenal there too. But I don't know, man. It's, you guys are I missing think, something. I think Minamino. We're missing Minamino. We're missing a playmaker. Buck Jordan Henderson. <laughs> Buck Thiago Alcantara. Is that maybe a it's problem just, too? Is the fact that you have Jordan Henderson playing in back? I think so. Instead instead of up instead of being able to attack, they've got him playing in in defense and you think that's fucking things up back there? Sadly, regardless, I don't like Jordan Henderson's style of play. Yes. I think that's what Liverpool is missing in the midfield, I guess. Because he's he was he's kind of like a holding midfielder, mm-hmm. and he distributes. We don't have that. Yeah, Thiago, Thiago's not doing that. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. He's lost. <laughs> Georgian Klopp is lost. Well, I mean, look on the bright side though. 
There is Van no Dyke, bright side. Van Dyke was in the stadium. He ha- he has been back at training. Oh, you could finally side. be able to release Jordan Henderson. Bright side. Hey, Van small Dyke. victories. Oh, yeah, he's, he's in the stadium. That's the future is looking bright. He's coming back, though. That's the thing is he's on the right track to come back. It's a little too late. Sorry to say. What good is it? That he's on you the guys, bench. You guys have to hope and pray that you can get top four. That's all you have. Right now? Get get fourth place. that Because you guys aren't beating Leicester. You aren't getting ahead of us. And you aren't getting ahead of... Nobody's getting ahead of City. So, they either need to win the Champions League or get fourth place. So, basically, they have to win all their remaining games. To be able to get, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I don't. The way they're playing, I don't think so either. You're you're not getting Van Dyke back for another month. I I would. We guess. were in third place. Yeah, you now were. Now we're in six. Hey, you remember that time that United was first place for two weeks and you're making fun of me? <laughs> could be worse. We could be sixth place. Man, and we're tied with Everton. Yeah, and who has a game in hand? I believe. No, difference in goals. Oh, okay. Difference in goals. But so what, you guys are difference. still a game behind West Ham, right? I think you guys are still like, there's still somebody below you that can jump you if they win. Villa. I mean, Villa's, yeah, Villa's two yeah. games behind you guys with only a four-point gap. Yeah. So Villa, if they win their games in hand, they're going to jump you and go into sixth. Yeah. I mean, shit, they could technically take fifth. No, no. They'd be a point behind Chelsea. But still, like, it's... You guys are going to need to win out in order to maintain your spot. And things just aren't looking bright for you. Because, I mean, that game, like I said, you guys had that game in hand. You were dominating the whole time. Just... Everton was finishing better. Yeah. Everton had more clinical plays. And I think... I think you guys need to find somebody up front again. One of the one of your dudes needs to start scoring. Yeah, and then he puts in Origi, like if he's gonna fucking do something. I was like, the, might as well just leave Firmino <laughs> in there. He's not doing anything anyways, and then you're already putting somebody else that's not gonna do anything. Come on, I mean, so we got Sheffield United, and then we got Chelsea on Thursday, March fourth. Yeah. I know. You, you guys, <laughs> you guys don't stand a chance. I'm sorry. I mean, then we. I mean, I look at the bright side because then we're gonna play Arsenal. Oh, so that that's a, that's an easy win. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's one win. At least I think I, I'm, at this oh, point now point. I'm hoping that's a good point. Yeah. Ooh. I know. Can Is Liverpool the new shit? Tottenham? No. Yes. No. Yes, they are. <laughs> no. You take that back. You take that back. You can't say that. No. Hey, you know, I hear Jose's going to need a new job at the end of the year. I think when Klopp gets fired, they're going to they will never hire to Jose no. and say, hey, buddy. No. What, uh, what are you doing? No. <laughs> Jordan Klopp will end his career with another Champions League and another Premier League title under his belt. At and Chelsea? Tie. No. And Liverpool. What no. the fuck are you talking about? No, he's not. He's not. Bro, this season, if this is an indication of what's going to happen with Jurgen Klopp, if some if a couple things go wrong, I don't know. That that just says to me that he's not ready. He can't handle adversity. 
It's like last year, everything was put on a fucking plate for you guys. No, this year, you guys. No, no. You I, remember the first, the his first season when he got in there in like half of the season. Yeah. We made it to the final in two cup games, I think. Yeah. Of course, we lost them. Yeah. But. But I mean, you know, that was his first season. And last year, you guys were completely crushing teams that you were going against. And it's because, once again, you never had any injuries. It seemed like every fucking decision was going your way on the field. We're the almighty Liverpool, man. Oh, my God. Don't even fucking <laughs> no, <but> start. <laughs> Don't even fucking start. Well, the only reason why you guys won the penalty, won the league was because fucking Mo Salah had so many goddamn penalties. What are you talking VAR, bro. VAR. VAR was on Bruno. your side. You're Liverpool. him. Liverpool. With Bruno Fernandes. No, different. Bruno Fernandez can get fouled in the middle of the field, and he's calling for a penalty. Yeah, I'll take it. Anyway, yeah, so anyway, fucking guy. Sorry. So anyway, <laughs> we let you have your moment. <laughs> oh, okay, so we're on to Sunday. Uh, starting off in the morning, we had West Ham beating Tottenham two to one. West Ham with that win moved up to fourth place. Mikel Antonio scored in the fifth minute. And guess who else fucking scored for West Ham? I'll give you a guess. It makes me mad. Lingardino. God fucking damn it, dude. <laughs> this fucking guy. This fucking guy is like, oh, I'm in West Ham. I'm going to score whatever the fuck I want. When, it, when we were at United, he was like, eh, I can play. I cannot. I really don't care. But it's like, dude, you could... He couldn't break into the starting lineup at United because his training was so shit. And because his his contribution on the field was fucking awful. And now suddenly he's at West Ham and he's like, oh, wait, I can score. I think, I think, okay, so when young players, at least I think some young players, once he's not young, he's 27. Okay. He's been in the league, he's as old as Pogba. Think about that. Yeah. Okay. I still well, I still remember I still remember I think, when Pogba came in, uh, the English media were super was super pissed off because they were saying that a veteran player like Pogba who's 26 25 wasn't coaching up a young youthful player like Jesse Lingard who's 25. The English media is fucking awful. Yeah, but anyway, I digress. But, you were saying. I mean, sorry, he did. Saying, he young, did teach him, I guess, dance, dancing. And <laughs> anyway, you were saying. You're, you're saying. <laughs> so I, I think what it is, Lingard thought he wasn't replaceable. You know that, and now they were like, "Hey, we're gonna loan you out." So now he's just like, "Oh shit, I am replaceable." So. Now he's scoring at West Ham. I mean, <laughs> if, if, if anybody, the people that kind of listen to us, if they can see your face right now, <laughs> it's just, I wish there was a fucking bullet in it. <laughs> I mean, Lingard, Lingard is good, though. That's he the thing. Was, I was actually a big fan of Lingard up until like two seasons ago. Yeah. When he suddenly just, he, it seemed like he stopped caring about training and suddenly he was more worried about building his brand. I think that's that's what's wrong with a lot of uh mid or, or late 
20 year olds that are playing they want to build a brand they want to be rappers on the side i think that's lingering i could see it pogba wants to be a hairstylist on the side so i could see that too i mean i don't know i don't know what to tell you i don't know what to tell you either (laughs) it just makes me mad um, if, if we go like the English squad, the English squad, this last World Cup, I think had like the best talent out of all national teams, but still didn't make it as far. At least I was thinking that they were going to make it to the final. They should have. They should have. Should have. But once again, they just didn't show up. What was it the semifinal? They made yeah. a semifinal, right? Yeah. They just, that was the they first lost time. to the Czechs. Or yeah. the, not the Czechs, the. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, check? Croatians. Croatians. Lost to the Croatians. In a fucking, what, the Croatians, like, third double overtime game or whatever the fuck it mm-hmm. was. They couldn't beat a tired-ass Croatian, old-ass Croatian team, too. I think they had one of the oldest squads in the entire fucking they were. thing. And they... <sighs> England, you fucking morons. Well, you piss me off. That's Lingardino for you. But, so, West Ham ended up winning 2-1. But really, I mean, Tottenham were crushing. Tottenham had him against the wall most of the game. It was just, once again, West Ham was more clinical. Harry Kane had, like, four great chances, and he was just off by a centimeter, like, twice. The Lucas Moura goal was actually pretty impressive, the header from the, the corner. But it was like... um. Harry Kane had a free kick that was just barely wide. He had one uh, one hit the post. You know, he had a fucking beautiful strike from just outside the box on his left. He cut it back over and, you know, hit it, and it was just curving and just... He's just not as clinical. I feel like I feel like they're, they're going through a bit of a goal drought up there from a, a Kane and Son, which is what they needed earlier. I think it's just a Mourinho thing. Yeah. I mean, that's... It's Mourinho. I mean, Kane and Son under Pochettino were good. They were scoring goals, made Champions League final. So, I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with with the manager. Mm -hmm. So... I mean, so I saw, I heard that. Um, so this was uh, Jose Mourinho's fiftieth game at the helm for Tottenham. He is currently fifteen points behind his worst point total for any other clubs that he's been at his first fifty games in, at their tenure. So Chelsea and United, he's fifteen points behind his worst total between behind those guys. I believe it. It's it, it's. I, I, I can't explain it. I can't explain why they aren't. I think this is the worst side I've seen of Mourinho with a team. He took Porto to the Champions League final, won it. Madrid, he was, I guess, doing good there. That's Madrid. Yeah. Everybody does good at Madrid. Yeah. That's what happens when yes. you have the best players in the world bought and paid for. Yeah. I mean, he... He did good at Chelsea. I just don't know. I don't know what. I just think he's just more worried of a defensive playing team. He wants to make it like a trend, I think. 
Because, you know, it's like... Well, we, we saw but, what happened to defensive teams after uh, the Champions League game yesterday, but we'll talk about that one a little bit later. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think they don't have rotation either. That's true. I mean, That's actually very true. So they play the same players day in, day out. It's It's literally... And if anybody in that lineup gets taken out, you're done. Basically. Like, th- that whole fucking system collapse. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what it is, rotation. I think a lot of teams need rotation, especially if you're playing so many tournaments, Champions League, the Carabao Cup, the FA Cup, the English Premier League. It's There's demanding. guys out there that have four tournaments going right now. Yeah. I mean, the Carabao Cup you really can't count because they're already at the final, and that's in right. March. But still, like, there was a point where the FA Cup was going on the same time as the Carabao Cup, which is the same time as Champions League qualifying, which is the same time as early Premier League. And it's like, when guys play, (laughs) that's great. But when guys are playing 60 games a season in a span of, what, six months? Basically. That's a lot of fucking games a month. Even 10 games a month, it's only four weeks, that's... Two and a half games a week. Yeah. So that's three games every two weeks, or five games every two weeks. That's a fucking shitload. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's what it is. I honest. I mean, Harry Kane is a great player. Son is a phenomenal player. I always wanted to see Lucas Mora more. I always wanted to see him play more. He got his chance. He scored. I guarantee you, we're not going to see him in the next game. Probably not. No. So Lamella. I was surprised that he was playing. No, he's one of their starters. He was he hurt? Was he was he injured? Yeah, he was yeah. injured for a okay. little bit. He was injured okay. for a little bit. So okay. yeah, it was, it that's was, why, that, I think that's what it is. Yeah, you know, because I when I saw Lamella in there, I was like, whoa! You're like, hell yeah, let's go! Yeah, yeah, Lamella is one of their best players, and that's that's part of the reason why I thought they were going to be okay because I yeah. think he just came back. They basically have a fully fit squad. I say fit in quotation points, quotation marks, because, I mean, yeah, you have everybody healthy, but do you have everybody game fit? No, I don't think so. Ken is not doing much. So, And then top of that, I think they lost to West Ham. Yep. West Ham. Yep. Oh, my God. Lingard. Bro, West Ham's fourth place. <laughs> West Ham is fourth place yeah, right now. That's what I'm saying. Think about that shit. Above the almighty Liverpool. <laughs> above the better team from Liverpool, Everton. Above yeah. Tottenham, above Arsenal. They're above like all the guys that you would consider to be the teams that would you know take that spot. And they're fucking fourth place. They're above Chelsea. I can't believe that. Bro, London is not red, it is not blue, it is not white, it is claret and sky blue, my friend. West Ham is going to be the best team out of London this year. I think so. I mean, if they finish three in third place... They're not going to finish three. Leicester is not going to fall off, we're not going to fall off. At least, you know, it'll be be probably about the same point total I would give out for the next 13 games. Um, Anyway, on another matchup... Uh, that happened on Sunday. Man City beat Arsenal. It was only one nothing. Man Which, City. Man City scored super early. The thing is, too, 
Man City was almost there for the taking, but Arsenal looked fucking dead. Yeah. It looked like a fucking graveyard out there. It's Arsenal. Bro, like, it was fucking dead. Their players had no spark. They weren't getting anything out of anybody. Was it Burt Leno had a fucking awful game despite only giving up one? Tierney was completely invisible. Saka was completely invisible. Obama Yang was, I didn't even know he was on the field. <laughs> I so so I heard that uh, I saw somewhere that so in the first half, Obama Yang and Saka had less touches than Burt Leno. Yeah, Burt Leno is a goalkeeper. Yes. He should not touch the ball more than your two star attackers. Nope. They they were not there. El Nenny looked like trash. Fucking Hector Bellerin, apparently, um I don't know how Hector Bellerin is still starting in that squad. They they have to have a better right back. There has to be somebody out there that is a better right back than Hector Bellerin. Me. I could probably play that better. Dude, he was getting <laughs> fucking diced. Ended up with a yellow card. Pepe looked like trash. Like, all of Arsenal looked so fucking bad. I think it was expected. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But the it. thing is, like, it's expected. But when you're only down one nothing in the second minute. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you just fucking go for it? Try. I think they went down or like, okay, well, I think we're just going to be happy with a 1-0 loss here, and then we'll worry about it later. That's what, that's what I was about to say. I, I think it was, if we only lose 1-0, that's okay. Bro. But we're not going to lose 5-0, 6-0, 8-0. Like, no they were, City looked like they, they were there for the taking. No, oh, yeah. Arsenal. I, felt, I feel like that was, like, sometimes when I'm watching City... Sometimes I feel like they are there for the taking. Oh, yeah. Like today in the Champions League, we can talk about that. But I felt like they're there for the taking, and then just nobody takes advantage of it. I think they're just everybody's just afraid already. That's it. That's I think it's it an is. intimidation factor. I think everybody yeah. tries to play off, hold, like hold off a little bit, and it's like no, fucking go at them. Yeah, yeah, it's, because if bro, you- bro, it's nineteen eighties. It's nineteen eighty. All right, gold, gold. You know, or. <laughs> Was it 1980s Olympics? <laughs> USA versus USSR? Oh, damn. USA versus <laughs> okay. Russia, bro? I see where you're going with it. You yeah. don't stop no, their attack. You, just, you take their attack yeah, and you yeah. throw it back in their face. Yeah. That's that, what you do. When they send all their guys up, because everybody wants a goal at City, they send all their guys up, you fucking hit that counter and you smash it right back at them. And nobody is doing that. And that's that's what I was going to say. Um, I. The, the year that Liverpool won uh, the Champions League, you know, they played City in the semifinal. Yeah. So I was already worried because City was coming in strong. Yeah. You know, with all the players that they have, Cunaguero and whatnot. And so when I saw them play the two games, so the first game, when I saw the first game, man, Liverpool was just charging and attacking. City didn't know what to do. So I think... If teams were to attack City and pressure, City would lose. 
I think everybody's so afraid of those fast counters from City, but dude, That's what it is. don't care about that. Yeah. Don't care about that. Yeah. Fucking hit them. I think the reason why their defenses look so good is because nobody wants to throw bodies forward. No. And I think you got to just fucking throw. Yeah. Play one defender and play 10 attackers. Yeah, you... All right, play, play, yeah. A, play a one five four. Play a one four five, <laughs> And just have one center, center defender and one, one keeper and then just keep the ball in the city side the entire time. Yeah. It's because when you, when you pressure city, city doesn't know what to do. You you do those high pressure, City's lost. Yeah, Pep is lost. He doesn't even know what to do. It's, it happened with Barcelona. It happened with Bayern Munich. And if you do it with City, it would happen with City. I I just want to see Simple. some team try it. If somebody tries, let it, Burnley try it. Let fucking Burnley go out there. <laughs> uh, Nobody will, will care if they get smashed ten yeah. nothing to City. But if they go out there and end up winning like two nothing yeah. or two one. Bro, everybody's going to see the weakness in that city side and finally go oh, for yeah. it. you oh, got to yeah. find that one thing, and I think everybody's just too scared to give it a shot. Yeah, because they got that fast counterattack. Everybody's That's got sad. a fast counterattack. Fuck it. Go for it. Yeah, but that, but they don't want to lose 5-0, 6-0. Everybody's already losing 5-0, 6-0 to this shit. Yes, but nobody wants to be remembered by that for next season. Oh, you remember last year? So-and-so got beat. Six zero by Bro, city. you think Southampton cares that they've lost two seasons in a row by a score of nine nothing? No, dude, they're happy they're in the fucking league. Well, All right, you got to be a team that's willing to fucking just go for it. I, I think it's. I think City can. City has looked. City has moments where they've looked human and nobody's capitalized. And I think there needs to be a time for that. There has to be a time. And Arsenal yeah. could have been that team. But no, Arsenal has to be the most fucking trash team in the entire <laughs> Premier League. Hands down. Like I, <laughs> I, I think I think for this season, nobody's going to do that no more. I think City no. is going to win it. So that's it. So nobody's going to do it. But I think if they do it in the Champions League, they're going to have a team in the Champions League where it's just going to be like, fuck it. We have nothing to lose. Let's go out there and give it everything. Yeah. And that's what's going to happen. And I'm going to laugh at all the fucking Premier League teams. I don't care. Even Liverpool. I'm going to laugh at all of them. Because these fuckers, I know if they were to pressure them and go toe-to-toe, City wouldn't know what to do. Simple. All right. Good talk. So, Fuck anyway, uh, um, <laughs> Leicester played Aston Villa. Leicester ended up winning 2-1. That was to be expected. Uh, James Madison's first goal was actually pretty beastly. It was um, He got the ball on the outside of the, the box, switched it over to his lefty, and drilled a shot that just – it was perfectly angled right into the side netting. Keeper didn't stand a chance. Leicester end up going on two one, stay in third place. That's that was to be expected. Yeah, it it was it was. I mean, Madison is a great player though. Mm-hmm. I honestly think he's a great player, phenomenal player. He is. I think Liverpool should buy him. Yeah, they're not going to do that. <laughs> Actually, they might. They're big scumbags like that. Um, <laughs> on to the biggest match of Sunday. United 3, Newcastle 1. I really got nothing to say about this match. We won. 
It was kind of easy. Um, I did love Rashford's goal. So Rashford scored in the 30th minute to open it up. He basically got the ball right at the 18, or running down the left side. Got it to the 18, just cut inside with his left foot, hit it with the right, and just went near post on, um, what's his name? That's the cope, that's that's the keepers. Darlow. Darlow. Darlow has let that inside post goal happen more times this year than any other keeper. That dude cannot defend the inside post. But it was just nice and easy because then he ended up giving up another one to Daniel James later on in the game. Yep. Another inside post. It actually went like, yeah, it was inside, but like hit the top netting. But he beat him top post. So, and Fernandez ended up getting a penalty kick. Fernandez. Of course. Bruno, Bruno, Bruno. Of course. Came from sporting like Cristiano. He goes left, he goes right. Where did he get fouled? And then they gave him the penalty. (laughs) Fucking Bruno. I don't know why you hate that, man. Don't be mad because you don't have a Bruno Fernandez. You've got a shitty ass Jordan Henderson. But um fucking cares. I was mostly excited by seeing um Shortier. Shortiri? Shortiri come on. 17-year-old Nigerian yeah, came on for about 10 minutes. Didn't really do much because we were pretty much just playing defense at that point. We really didn't get a lot going. But it looked like he wanted to get involved. There was actually uh, – so we had him up in attack, but he came back to play defense, and he ended up um, – just a small, simple thing of, like, one of the um, Newcastle players was made a pass off and was moving – trying to cut back inside the box. And all he did was just kind of follow the passing lane to a point where Maguire was like, yes, good job. Yeah. You did what you were supposed to. Yeah. And it's like, that's pretty good that a 17-year-old did that without even having to be told about it. And he had the awareness to do it. I'm excited to see what Shoratiri does with him and Ahmad Diallo. We got a couple good youngsters coming up. Well, I mean... And I'm interested. I can't wait to see them get actual playing time. I just hope that they don't want to do like Hair stuff on the side. <laughs> well, Don't worry about Pogba. He's injured. Why, why are you talking shit about Pogba <laughs> when the man is injured and can't play? Uh, but you, did you see St. Uh, Maximin game? Yeah. Uh, goal? Yeah. That was pretty good. That was good. That was good. That was good. I, I wasn't going to deny that was actually a pretty decent shot. That was a good, it was a that decent was a good finish goal. that cut in from the left side. It was basically yeah. like a repeat from Rashford just at a tighter angle. Yeah. And that was I good. mean... To be honest, Juan Bissaka, somebody should have stepped up on him. And nobody did. Yeah. Defensive woes, what are you going to do? It doesn't matter if we got to the win. I'll take it. De Gea. What is... Dude, De Gea does some of the most incredible saves... Yeah. I ever seen. Especially, like, when, you know, Coutinho, when he would take those shots from distance... Yeah. The hell would just block him like nothing. He is the best diving keeper in the world. I'm going to put that one out there. And then all of a sudden... You get to the six-yard <laughs> box and he has no idea what to fucking do. God. I don't know. Or or and a ball spills out and he doesn't know how to stop it. Or a corner is coming in and he doesn't know that he's got to go out and punch it. Phenomenal goalkeeper, though. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. He should he does, be the best in the world if he had any fucking confidence. Man, I mean, some of the saves that he did that game. Wow. Yeah, uh, 
the game should have been probably what three two, maybe three. Probably three two, probably yeah. three two, but you know that's what you paid to have for. Um. So anyway, on uh, Monday we had Crystal Palace versus Brighton, and once again going against my bets. <laughs> Crystal Palace ends up winning 2-1. <laughs> and if you haven't seen the goals that Crystal Palace scored, have you seen those highlights? They are filthy. Yeah. They are straight filthy, especially the first one. The one that Matata, Matata scores? Matata. Okay. It just – ball's coming in from the right side. He's got a defender right on him, and all he does is just – Little spin move, back heel, and just oh, fakes out the keeper, yes. and it goes right in the right in the side. Yes, I, I did. The keeper see that. started diving right, and the ball just went near post, and it was fucking filthy. I saw that. I had to take a shower after watching it. I was like, dude, that was the dirtiest <laughs> thing I think I've seen all weekend. Yeah, yeah, I did see that actually. I was like, I I've seen some crazy porn, but that probably was the dirtiest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Fucking! If I was that keeper, I'd quit my job, man. Like, <laughs> and, and it kind of sucks because you know the keeper has a family. He does. Yeah. He, yeah. And then Mateta goes out there and buries him. Yeah. He, He's got the man's got a family. Yeah, he, he has a family. <laughs> He's got a family. He he has loved ones. I mean, come on, you can't do him like that. <laughs> he just openly murdered him on live TV. <laughs> That's so bad. It was, it was totally against the run of play too, because Brighton had been dominating once again all game. It seemed like one of those games, one of those weeks where it seemed like teams were dominating and would end yeah. up losing. Yeah, yeah, it was one of those it, weeks. It's one it of was. those weeks where it seems like anybody that was dominating. Yeah, it was. It was. It was one of those those kind of weeks. It so. was just yeah, yeah. Watch this shit. Watch this shit. Yeah, I saw that one. Bip. Oh, I mean, the just... man's got a family. <laughs> <laughs> he has no, a family. that was totally that goal was totally against run of play. Crystal Palace had three shots and two of them were goals. Yeah, but it's, what the fuck happened this weekend, man? I don't know, but yeah, that that goal, dude. Fucking see, he fucking I, he just wanted to be buried right then and there. Fucking and he five hold him too. He five hold him right yes. between the legs. Yes, dude. It, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he. I saw that go actually. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did. I don't see know that. if that keeper has a daughter, but I'm pretty sure she just got impregnated. <laughs> he, Mateta fucked that keeper so bad his daughter got knocked up. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, it was, it was bad, man. It was, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm like speechless about that, man. You, there's nothing to say, man. It was, that was probably the most impressive thing. Yeah, but it, um, it was. I think that so, was probably goal of the week. I th- uh, easily, easily. I can't think of a goal that was better than it. No, it's just. So yeah. um, anyway, Crystal Palace wins two. Uh, Crystal Palace two, Bright. Brighton and Hove Albion won. Um, that was big for Crystal Palace. They needed yeah, that win. They needed that win. They needed that win because they're battling in the relegation zone right now too. So, I mean, that'll be like that'll about. be big for them, especially a team like Brighton where everybody's in for a fight with them. 
Yeah, especially, you know, a lot of people don't give the bottom teams enough credit. I like when it's close to the end of the season and they know they're fighting that, you know, not to go to the championship. It is like all out war. You know, it's like a final every week for them. It really is. You know, it's like they are playing, even though they're not playing for like a trophy, but they're playing to stay at the top. They want that pay, bro. So They want to be a Premier League player. Who doesn't? Yeah. So. So, um, that was pretty much it for the weekend. A lot of results that I really didn't expect. Um. Yeah, it was just any one other of those any weeks. other big. There wasn't really any big other shocking news from the weekend's matches around the world. Um, I mean, Barcelona tied Cadiz, but Barcelona has been trash. They have. Barcelona has looked so fucking bad. Oh, Atletico actually lost to Levan, Le, uh, Levante. They did. They Atletico did. lost to Levante, which is crazy because Atletico is actually first in the league, and Levante is like sixteenth, seventeenth. Yeah. No. Yeah. Fifteenth. They are. There's only like six teams, sixteen teams in them. No. Levante. Levante is eighth. Oh, Levante is eighth. Okay. Um. Let's see. I mean, Nothing really big happened in the German league. Um. Luchin Gladbach lost. Dortmund smashed up. Well. I mean, isn't so the Spanish league this year. Even though Barcelona is doing horrible, you know, they have 50 points. Yeah. Madrid is on top by two points, so 52. And Atletico has 55. Yeah. So, I mean, it's... It's still anybody's race. Yeah. At this point, yeah. Even though Barcelona's playing like shit, it's still close race. Yep. It could be a miracle for Messi winning his last... Spanish Cup, you know, that'd be cool for him, I guess. Pull it out. That would yeah. be interesting. It's yeah, not going to happen because Barcelona's look like shit. Yeah. But, um, oh, 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 hey, you want to hear a joke? <laughs> yes. PSG. <laughs> <laughs> PSG lost to Monaco. Anyway. I know. Um, That's funny. So, on to some matchups that happened yesterday and today. A couple big matchups. What was yesterday and today, Calderon? The champion. Cool. <laughs> uh, so in the Champions League, we had some Champions League matchups. Chelsea ends up beating Atletico 1-0. Atletico at one point was playing a 6-3-1 formation. Oh they had folded God. in two defenders or two midfielders, and they were basically playing six defenders at the back and Talk still ended up losing to Chelsea. That's a Diego Simeone's... Uh, it's apparently his favorite formation because that dude is really good at defensive football, but oh it didn't work God. against Chelsea. Um, so who I will say, it? though, I will say, though, Chelsea only won 
Because Olivier Giroud oh pulled a goal out of his ass <laughs> that I would say he's never done before, but guess what? He has done it before. Yeah. Yeah. So he's gonna tell <laughs> So he's gonna tell his grandkids all these goals that he scored. And his grandkids are gonna grow up thinking, Wow, my dad was my grandfather was a phenomenal player. <laughs> And then when they go back on YouTube, if YouTube's still a thing, they're only going to show like four great goals. It's going to be done. four highlights. Yeah. <laughs> so, for those who, for those who didn't see, basically the ball comes in, uh, gets headed by one of the Atletico defenders, and it just pops up so perfectly for Olivier Giroud. He ends up doing a bicycle kick and scores. It was pretty fucking dirty finish. It was pretty sweet. Like, that kind of opportunity doesn't come along often. And when it does, you better fucking take hold of it. And that's exactly what Olivier Giroud did. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's what he did. I mean, I don't think he's a great player. I don't think so either. <laughs> so, so, I don't think so either. I mean, the I goal, think he's so fucking bad. The goal, yeah, was phenomenal. I mean, it did just bounce off Shit. perfectly for him. It was just like the perfect setup for that player that doesn't do much. Exactly. You know, and God, I hate those kind of players. (laughs) (laughs) So I played with a guy in high school. I played with a guy in high school. I probably want to say he was the worst player on the team. (laughs) But it's because... It was when I was on JV, and he was a junior, so he always got the start. He had, like, seven goals on the year. And it was one of those, like, he got a goal. And I was like, yeah, good job, man. That was awesome. And then I kind of, like, looked over, like, one of the coaches, like, man, he scores those, like, all the time. And I was like, he's not that good. He's not that good. It's like, he's just at the right place at the right time. And the coach looked at me, he goes, yeah, but isn't that what good players are supposed to do? No. Huh. Never really thought about that. Nah. Bro, you can have skills, but if you got luck, let me tell you something. Okay. Skills will win you poker. or <laughs> Poker. <laughs> go- <laughs> luck will win you poker, and luck will get you goals. <laughs> man. Sometimes. Talk about luck. <laughs> ah, like I said, he's just one of those players. In the end, it like that's that's a once, you know, once in a lifetime opportunity. That's it to, to get that, that kind again. of shit. Wayne Rooney has one of those goals, and it happened to have been a banger against City. Yeah, Olivier Giroud has two of those goals. Can you believe that shit? And to be honest, that the finish against Atletico, I mean, yeah, it was perfectly placed, but it was a bouncer, not a lot of power on it. No. It wasn't, you know, huge. No. But it was just perfect for him, and he decided to go for it, and it worked out for him. So good job. Chelsea have now beaten Atletico. They are going to be – that was a big away goal. Yeah, it was. That was a big away goal. Yeah, so huge away goal. They will be going into the next leg up 1-0 on a, on, with an away goal. At Stanford. Yeah. So yeah that's at, be, Stam- at Stanford Bridge will be the next game. Yeah. Well, okay, I got a question for you. So you know how Diego Simeone did the ultimate – of parking buses? Yeah. Parking buses? Yep. Who's better at it? Him or Mourinho? Ooh. 
Or Mourinho? I would say Mourinho because he has won titles with it. He he has two. He yeah, but how one. many? Maybe one of each. Does he have a Champions League? <laughs> no. You know who does? <laughs> Hate to say it. Somebody parks the bus a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Diego, you are second best. Sorry, bro. I mean, and to be fair, to be fair, I've never I never saw United play with six defenders in the back with Jose. That's true. I that definitely is. saw it with Diego Simeone. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. Bayern smashed up Lazio 4-1. Bayern's now going to go into uh uh fucking oh, I guess I guess it will be it'll be in Bayern in the next game, right? Yeah. Yeah, because Bayern was yeah, away. Because, yeah. So Bayern now has 4 to 1 on aggregate with four away goals even though one of the goals was an own goal. But still, though, I mean. That was just super unfortunate by a Serbia. Yeah. I don't know. It was just super unfortunate. That shit just happens. Um, today, Real Madrid beat Atalanta 1-0 at Atalanta. So Madrid will have an away goal advantage. Uh, Atalanta was down to 10 men for a little bit of the game. Just a little bit of the game. Only... Uh, 73 minutes they were up one man because <laughs> uh, Remo Foiler Frowler I don't even know how to say his name <laughs> got a red card in the 17th minute and Real Madrid took it all the way to the 86th in order to score it was actually a pretty sweet goal I mean I'll give him that so do you think Madrid is just struggling. Yeah. Madrid, none of the Spanish teams look good. No. I have not seen a Spanish team look anywhere threatening. This year, it is going to be either Bayern Munich or an English team that wins the Champions League. You can mark me on that. Yeah. I think so. Uh, yeah. I, I you, can, you, so. Can, you can take that shit to the bank. It is going to be an English team or Bayern Munich. I think so. Because I would love to see Byron City. That would be, I would love to see Byron City at some point during the tournament because that would be the two giants going against each other. Yeah. And I think Byron wipes up Man City. Oh, yeah. I Definitely. think Byron wipes up Man City. They will do the high pressure. Yeah. They will. They're not scared of Man oh, City, dude. They no. will fuck anybody up. Dude, they're, oh, they're not scared of any team. In the Champions League, that's what I like about Bayern Munich. You know, they don't Bro, go because in there they with that own fear. everything they do. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They don't go in there afraid. Yeah, given PSG, oh, we're playing Neymar, we're playing Mbappe. All right, that's cool. We're still gonna win. Like, holy yeah. shit, dude! Like Bayern Munich. Yeah, I think some people maybe underestimate Bayern Munich. Maybe you can't. How, but you, you don't can't. underestimate Bayern Munich. You Bayern don't. Munich has been doing what City like. What City is doing this season in Intimidation, Bayern Munich has been doing their entire fucking existence. Yes, exactly. That's why That's why I, I got to kind of get upset when, you know, of course, you know, the Champions League is always hard to win. So, but when they say, oh, Munich is not their year. Oh, they can't do it this time. Or, oh, wow, they got eliminated so early. It's kind of like, yeah, but 
This is a team that will intimidate no matter what. Bro, you remember, was it last year or two years ago when Bayern was down, was losing their league by like 10 points at halfway? Yep. yep. And ended up winning the league yeah. by 10 points? Yeah. Because they just fucking roll. Yeah. That's just what they do. That's what Bayern Munich does. That's yes. their fucking repertoire is rolling everybody. Yeah. That's why I, when Pep went over there, cool. But I think it's just Bayern Munich. Is yeah. Just, they're just phenomenal. It doesn't matter who their head coach is. No. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. Whoever is running that team is a phenomenal football mind. Yeah. Phenomenal. Because they bring in the right players at the right time all the fucking time. They're like, okay, well, this guy's performance is slipping a little bit. Our right right mid's slipping a little bit. We're going to bring in a new right winger. And the the thing is, they've been staying up with the game, too. Yeah. They've been keeping up with the game. It's not like, you know, they got stuck in a 4-4-2 formation with everybody else. They were actually ahead of the game in doing the the 4-2-3-1. Yeah. They were the, one of the first teams to do the single striker up top. Yeah. Like, and make that their style. They, they are one of those teams that is just so phenomenal in predicting how the game is going to go. Yeah. It, it's almost like everybody copies what Bayern Munich is doing. Yeah. And then Bayern changes it up the next season. Yeah. Bayern dictates. Basically. Bayern dictates fashion, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bayern Munich is one of those teams that you just. Even on their worst days, you can't underestimate them. Bayern Munich could be like, you know what? Our players play better when we're, re- when we're wearing high-waisted uh, cheetah print thongs. <laughs> and they'll wear it for a season. Next year, the entire league, every league around the world, there will be teams with high-waisted cheetah print thongs underneath their, their – yeah, they're Bayern, Bro, Bayern that's Munich. Bayern, dude. Because it's, it's like, dude, it works at We got to fucking do it. Uh, yeah. Byron could be like, we play a deaf blind kid at left winger. Everybody go out and sign a blind deaf yeah. blind deaf kid yeah. to put him at left winger. Yeah, Bayern Munich is just one of those teams, man, that you can't. It, it's always, I think, it's always like a scary thought to play against Munich. Yeah, dude, they're fucking terrifying. Yeah. They're a terrifying fucking team, even when they're in their slumps. Yeah. You're like, that's no, I don't want to fuck with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's probably the worst. They're in a slump. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. And then you come out losing like... 6 nothing. You're just like, what the fuck just happened? They're like, oh, slump's over. (laughs) Yeah. Oh. Uh, Lewandowski, he's on a goal drought right now. Five goals. Yeah. Lewandowski. He found it again. (laughs) (laughs) We're good. Yeah, Yeah, no. So, yeah, Munich Munich is one of those teams that I do want to see go to the final again. I mean, I I just... I just want to see them play City. I want City knocked out. But um, so anyway, uh, speaking of City, they played today against Mooching Bla- Gladback. Ended up winning two uh, nothing away. So the next leg will be at the Eddie Had at Man City. Um, Bernardo Silva and Gabriel Jesus. I watched a little bit of the game. I mean, I don't know. City was basically doing what they wanted the entire game. It's Gladback. What are you gonna do? Um, but the scary thing is in the 80th minute, Gabriel Jesus got the got pulled for Sergio Aguero. Guess who's back in the fucking lineup? 
Are you fucking Aguero? As if, as if my life couldn't get worse. <laughs> as if my life, suicidal thoughts go through my head all the time. Now it's just like increased by like threefold. Because <laughs> I got to imagine fucking Sergio Aguero on the fucking field again. I mean, like, like we talked about before, it doesn't look like they were missing him, but he is. You cannot miss him, but you can also imagine what a team's going to look like with him in it. Yeah. That's Cunawero, man. I don't, he makes it look The EPL's so leading goal scorer is suddenly back as City's 10 points clear, as they're beating somebody in the Champions League, as they're in the Carabao Cup final, <laughs> as they're on to the next round in the FA Cup. They're oh, like, great. Man. So not only did you guys not slow down at all, you're only going to fucking speed up. Yeah, yeah that's... Great. <laughs> Imagine seeing a bus... <laughs> See a bus a hundred yards away from you, and you're like, "Ah, oh, that bus seems to be coming at me at a pretty decent pace." Oh nope, it's coming in a lot faster now, <laughs> and then that bus runs you over. That's what city is gonna be. <laughs> hey, that's that's what he brings. Man. That's what he does. That's God. That's why. Fucking damn it. <laughs> that's why I think Cunawero for the Argentinian national team is very underrated. Oh, absolutely. He absolutely. is. Why that team doesn't go through Cunaguero is something that blows my mind. Yeah. Why they don't, you know, everything has to start through Messi. Bro, if you hoof one long to Sergio Aguero, he's going to find a goal. Oh, yeah. Trust me. I've seen it a lot. Especially that one game where Mario Bolatelli just passes it to him. Last minute goal. And Man City become champions. Yeah, who was that time, against? Right? Who was that against? That was against Queens Park Rangers, all right? That was bullshit. <laughs> it was clearly past the time limit. <laughs> <laughs> Manchester United should have won that year. We should have won that year, dude. They that was so what it. Bro, that I still I still hear that call in my nightmares. I still hear that. I still hear that call in my Balotelli Aguero. Yeah, that guy. Oh God, I can't believe that actually came out of my mouth. He, yeah, I mean it. It is a. It would be a good game, City. Bayern. Lewandowski versus, versus Aguero. Ooh, that's gonna be a good one. Lewandowski versus Sergio Aguero. Yeah, that's gonna be good, bro. That's gonna be a good fucking matchup. Yes, I think so. Even if it ends up in the next round, I think we take some days off and we yeah, watch those I think legs. So. I think so. Yeah, I will. I will call in sick. Call. I. I might. I'm not gonna call in sick. What am I talking oh. about? I would never call in sick Sorry. to watch a soccer yes. game. Yes. No. No. I would. No. I need to go to work. Never. I need to pay, I need to pay bills. Adulting. Yeah, I would never call in to watch a soccer game. I don't even know what that is. I mean, it's not like I I never called in during the World Cup when the U.S. was playing. I never did that. I never called in during the World Cup when England was playing. Yeah, I never. No, pretended to I be never. Sick. I never did that. I never pretended to be sick either. Yeah. And leave early from work. No, I've never done mm. that. Yeah. You can stop winking at me now. You can stop winking at me now, Calderon. (laughs) 
So, um, anyway, that was a bit of the week's matches. Um, Man City, obviously, big away goal difference. Real Madrid, big away goal difference. Wait, did every single away team win today? Wow, every away team in the Champions League won this week. Chelsea beat Atletico at Atletico. Bayern beat Lazio at Lazio. Madrid beat Atalanta, Atalanta, and City beat Muchen Gladbach at Muchen Gladbach. Yeah. Wonder what the odds of that would have been. Fuck, That's I should have looked into that, that shit. That's crazy. That could have been a nice little payout. Um, anyway, uh, tomorrow we got some Europa League matches. I'm not going to play it because nobody I don't know. Cares. I mean, there's nobody really there's about. really no big matchups tomorrow. Yeah. Nothing that really, really matters. Um, Arsenal's going to play Benfica again. United already basically won that game. Yeah, United's up four nothing against Sociedad at home. Yeah. So I think we're gonna see a lot of rotation for United tomorrow. Yeah, that's like which I'm cool with. I'm cool. Let's get Bruno some rest. Put in Van de Beek. You know, rest Rashford. Put in some young ends. It'd be cool to see a young squad out there, like a young attack. Yeah, that would be good. Maybe rest Harry. Rest Harry. Who gives a shit? As long as we don't win, as long as we don't lose for nothing, or or like you know, we can lose the game. We can lose three one. Like we can lose three nothing, and it's fine. It's I really don't care. I really don't care about tomorrow's game. I think we're gonna roll through. Um, yeah, I don't know. Olympiakos is going to PSV. Leicester Slavia. Whoever wins that matchup is gonna end up advancing. Because that's tied nil-nil. Um, let me see. Leverkusen versus Young Boys. Leverkusen's actually losing 4-3 uh, three. Three on aggregate yeah. to Young Boys. So Leverkusen needs to show up tomorrow. Um, at least it's at home, so if they win 1-0, they're advancing. I really don't see much else. No, there's not much. There's not much. Roma... Braga. Mm. They're already up to nothing. They're yeah. at home. I don't think they're going to worry about Braga. You remember when Rome used to be a dominant force? I remember the time that United beat Roma 7-2 at, at Roma in the Champions League. So bad. That was a good game. So bad. Bro, that was a good squad. That was when Ronaldo was there. Shit, think about that shit. That's a long time ago. <laughs> that was a long time ago. <laughs> um, this weekend's matchups. Are there any matchups you're really interested in? I'm actually excited to watch the Brighton-West Brom game. I'm excited to watch Aston Villa versus Leeds. I think that could be a fun one. Actually, this week actually has some pretty good matchups. I'm not getting up at 4.30 to watch City-West Ham. Although, that may be the game of the weekend because that's first versus fourth. Think okay, about that. So there you go. Think about so that. You might and, have a team. And and City is flying back to England. They flew back to England. They're flying back to England tomorrow. So they could. They they're not going to be well rested. Okay, so that can be that team that's going to put that pressure, bro. If that happens, David Mo- David Moyes David Moyes will not let that shit go. No. He could get that put that shit put on his plaque. Be like, beat first place City. As West Ham manager. Yes. On his fucking gravestone. Yeah. He can die in peace. He won't need another. He won't need a trophy. He's never won a trophy. But you know what? He can beat City. 
You know? <laughs> he can beat City. <laughs> I don't need trophies. Beat I, the top team. Be that guy who's need. a giant killer, and you know what? You will get your fucking wins. <laughs> that, that's all I need. I just That's who I am. I don't win trophies. I just beat the big I teams. I beat the big teams. Uh, Sunday actually has the biggest matchup of the week. Man, uh, Chelsea at home versus Manchester United. We go into Stanford Bridge. Might That'll be, be a good. fun game to watch. It will be. I'm, I'm so. going to be curious to see how that ends up. We're going to see what uh, what Thomas Tuchel has in, in store for United. I think that's why we rest players for Celso Dodd, because we got that matchup this weekend. Ole, Ole cannot take a bad loss against Chelsea because he's already been getting it from everybody like saying Ole out. There's a big crowd out there saying Ole out just because, you know, Granted, we crashed out of the Champions League. But, dude, we are in second place, a place that we haven't been in since uh, Sir Alex Ferguson left. Basically. You know, we're yeah. advancing in the Europa. We're advancing in the FA Cup. Let's just fucking – I love Ole. I love Ole. I'm going to say it. Nobody's giving him credit. No, he's dude. And they need to. The thing, the, thing that, the thing you need to give him credit for is the fact that he's dealing with Mino Riola. The fucking scumbag agent for Paul Pogba. Yeah. Listen to that guy run his fucking mouth on public radio talking about how Paul Pogba's <laughs> never going to play for Manchester United. How Paul Pogba doesn't even want to stay at Manchester United. How he doesn't need to be there. That Portuguese fuck needs to go die. I hate that man. You want to know the reason why we didn't sign Erling Holland? It was because Mino Riola also happens to be his agent. He's also Ronaldo's agent. Yeah. So literally, because we're not paying Paul Pogba... And we're not going to sell Paul Pogba to a team that will give him a, a fat check. Mino Riola will not deal with us for Erling Holland. He is a fucking scumbag piece of shit. <laughs> I fucking hate that guy. I don't know, man. Bro, that is a dude that only cares about the money. Oh, yeah. He doesn't care about what his players want. He cares about, oh, I'm just going to get as much cash for this guy because that means I'm going to be a fucking billionaire. Basically. He is a fucking piece of trash. Agents should not have that kind of power. Agents should not be running their mouths for their players. I don't think they should. Bro, I really don't no, think they should. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. I, let I the players just... do their let, let the players do what they do. Let the clubs do what they do. And you know what? You go in there and say, "All right. This is what he did for your club. This is what we want. This is what we think he's worth." Minarola is like trying to do a power play. <laughs> the dude's a fucking tyrant with his own players. Yeah. Dude, if I if I was to be a player that signed with him and he started running his mouth, I would go to him and tell him to shut the fuck up. Yeah, just fire him. Get another agent. Yeah. it's like, He was coming out and saying, oh, Paul Pogba's not happy and Paul Pogba wants to leave. I remember. And then Ole and everybody else in the locker room's like, nah, he's, he's good. He's it's, happy here. He can't wait to get out to training. He can't wait to play. Like, what... I think it's because he's just going to get that fat paycheck. Exactly. He, wants, he goes to Madrid. Yeah, he wants a guy that's going to make 500K in the Spanish league mm-hmm. so that, you know, 500K a week so that he can get his 100K a week. And that ends up being fucking $30 million by the end of the year. Like, easy money. Bro, it's fucking, it's, he's such a fucking trash human being. But anyway, <laughs> that's why I'm only in. I love yeah. Oli. Yeah. The man's a legend. He deserves to be there. Um, 
Leicester play Arsenal on Sunday. That could be interesting. Tottenham versus Burnley. They're basically on par. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> what, Tottenham and Burnley being on par? Or uh, the last matchup on Sunday? Both. Both. Last matchup on par. Last matchup. Teams are basically on par. <laughs> Liverpool goes to Sheffield United. <laughs> Tell you what, I think you guys have scored the same amount of goals over the past three weeks. <laughs> Nobody cares, Chris. Nobody fucking cares. Let's. I want. I'm curious. I'm gonna. I'm gonna run this. I'm gonna run this a little bit. Let's see. Let's see. Liverpool. One. Two, three, four. Four goals in the last five matches. Sheffield United. Two, three, four. Four goals. Yep, on par. You guys are exactly on par. Bro, you're basically a Sheffield United fan. No. <laughs> I'm going to get you a Blades jersey. I'm going to get you a Blades jersey. Man, it's basically the same yeah. team. You can take one or the other. Like we, No. No, not the same team. What the fuck are you talking about? I mean, I mean, if anything, Sheffield's better than you because they beat the second place team. So, you know, there's Whatever, that. Chris. So, Liverpool has won the previous three matches against them. So, so you know, this app that I have, it tells you, like, who's going to win, who, like, like, a rating. So, of course, I chose Liverpool, right? 32%. Think that they're gonna win, and thirty percent think that Sheffield's gonna win. That means like what? Thirty six percent are a draw. Basically, <laughs> see you, on par. Same can team. You believe that shit. Same team. I told you. Fucking shit. Liverpool, Sheffield. I can't tell the difference. They're basically have the same jersey almost. No, they don't. I mean, Sheffield's just got the white, you know, the white stripe. Man, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Pushing it, you are. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. You're gonna, you're gonna see. Um, really didn't have much news this week. Not that I saw um, over the past week. The only really thing I wanted to talk about was um, so Lucas Digne signs with Everton through 2025. Mm. That's a big keep for them. He's yeah. been pretty solid for them. Yes. Um. Apparently, he really likes Ancelotti. He was actually looking for a way out. But he signed a fucking contract through five years because he's like the way that Everton's playing. And to be honest, I don't blame him. No. He's figured it out. Um, from Germany. Some of you probably saw this on the, uh, the Facebook page. I don't know if I posted it on the Instagram page. I don't know if I found it on the Instagram. Um, Erling Holland. What a fucking machine. The, like two days after we were talking about him. Put in just a fucking banger of a goal. Shot, cross comes in from the left side, comes right over. He's standing at about the penalty spot, yeah. right? Maybe a little bit to the yeah. right. He's probably even with the right post. Ball comes in, and he just fucking looks at it and says, yep, this is mine. Straight up what? Do you, I don't even know what you call that. Side bicycle kick? Yeah, it's like a sideways <laughs> bicycle kick. And just fucking drills it. Yeah. Top corner. Just drills that shit. 
And you want to tell me that Mbappe is better? No. Dude. Erling Haaland. That's all you got to say. That's all you got to say. That's all you got to say. say. Gotta say. Just... Uh, <laughs> by the way, apparently Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is in talks with Erling Haaland. Talks yeah. to him privately. Um, as a fellow Norwegian, you know, they've got that connection. They, they, they've got connections. They like to talk a little bit. So, you know, Erling Haaland really likes Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. You think he'll make that move? Bro, apparently we have come out and uh, Ed Woodward said that we are going to have money. And Ole Gunnar Solskjaer says we're going to have money to make moves in the summer. Man. Do it. Just... Dude, if, if that happens, you're going to get the most electric video, Instagram video from me. <laughs> it's going to be fucking electric. I don't care where I'm going to be, dude. I'm going to be <laughs> shitting bricks. I mean, I don't know. I'll bang my head against the wall. I think you have me quoted here. If that <laughs> happens, I will smash my face against the wall in celebration. I mean, I will punch an old lady in the face out of excitement. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I think I will touch a child. What? What? What did you just say? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was entirely a joke, people. Relax. Yes, please relax. <laughs> Joke. Should, should I edit that out? No. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't planning <laughs> on it anyway. <laughs> uh, early Holland, man. That guy, he is, uh, like we said, you know, 6'4", 21, 22 years old. That is now 25 goals in 25 games. Yeah. That guy Bro, is a monster. Like... So, I mean, if United go for it, good for them, man. I mean... He is a phenomenal, phenomenal player, bro. He could be. Just, he could be our Lewandowski. Yes, he could be our Kunaguero. Yes, he he could be. That man will sh- any club he ends up at. He will shatter every goal record. I think so. I, th- I honestly think. so. And I'll tell you what, he'll do it in two years shorter than anybody else that's been at that club. Yeah, it took Rudy like what twelve years. 13 years to break the all-time goal record for United. He does it in eight. Yeah. Eight. Eight. And that's with Rooney being there at 16. Like, Holland's 20 now. Yeah. He's four years behind everybody else. But you know what? It's not going to fucking matter because he's going to smash every fucking record out there. Yeah, he is. He is. Man, I, I have, like, no words to describe this guy. You just have to see him play. And then you guys will know what we're talking Watch about. Watch him finish one shot, and you'll be like, yep, all right, he's a real deal. Yeah. Um, anyway, for more on that, listen to our last podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's so funny because there's like there was a meme, machines motivating machines. So it's like he said he saw Mbappe score a hat trick. Yeah. That's all he needed for free motivation. And that's all you need, dude. If that's all you need to be the best player in the world, Imagine what happens if you lose a big cup final. Yeah. Imagine what happens if you end up missing like one shot in the final second of a game. Imagine how much harder you're going to train and how much harder you're going to, how much more of yourself you're going to put into it. Oh, yeah. He is going He's, to be fucking massive. Yeah. He, if he keeps, if he keeps going this way, like how we said in our last podcast, dude, this guy is just. Done deal, bro. Yeah. Done deal. Put him wherever the fuck you want. Early uh, Holland. Respect the name. You uh, you got any news you want to talk about? Uh, I do. So, 
Dunham, you know, apparently there's talks about getting rid of Jose Mourinho. Which at this point is kind of justified. Yeah. And then they're going to get uh, Julian Nagelsmann. Julian Nagelsmann. Oh, Nagelsmann. Nagelsmann. Mm, okay. You can say Nagelsmann. I don't Nagelsmann. know. It's a German. It's probably like Julian Nagelsmann. <laughs> well, so, you know. Beat the its armpit, huh? <laughs> You want the cheese, uh, yeah? <laughs> okay. Eat some so, beer, so yeah? This guy, so yeah? this guy is, was the, or is the youngest coach in Germany. Mm-hmm. And he got, um, you know, the team that he was with. Uh, I can't even remember who it was. It's not Berlin, is it? Julian Nagelsmann? Yeah, it probably is. Well, youngest, youngest coach, you know. Career ended early because of injuries, but so, RB Leipzig. I'm sorry, he coaches uh, RB Leipzig right okay. now. Okay, so I mean, if, if Tottenham do get him, I think we can see great things. I would actually, Tottenham. I would actually love to see them with a the real coach. Yeah, because and if and Julian Nagelsmann has RB Leipzig playing out of their fucking mind. Yeah, so. Imagine with a. Out of their mind. I mean, team. they knocked they knocked us out of the the cup, and I knew that they were going to be the toughest team in that fucking. Yeah. That's ahead of PSG. I was more afraid of RB Leipzig. Yeah. Yeah. So like that that just goes to show you what he's done with that team. They were a fucking nothing team, and in three years he's ter- he took them from Division Two to challenging for the German title. Yeah. He's fucking. He's a good coach. Yeah. So that that would be exciting to see. Uh, I don't know what part. Seeing Jose Mourinho being fired, <laughs> or just Tottenham getting that new coach? I think it's just both. I would love to see the after interview. Yes, that would from be uh, Jose Mourinho. <laughs> that would be good. Uh, so, uh, hopefully, they do bring him into Tottenham. We'll see better things at Tottenham. I think. Yep. So they I mean, need it, dude. They yeah, need they need I that fresh so. start, and I think that would be the perfect guy to bring in. Yeah, I think so. Um, he could be their Jurgen Klopp. You know what I mean? Yeah. That'd be cool. German coaches, so, they know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Not as much as Norwegian coaches, but German coaches, they know what they're doing. <laughs> uh, and one Spanish coach. All right, we'll put, we'll give Pep the, the credit yeah, he deserves. Yes, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I can, I you would know, you or me can go to Man City and make them champions. Yeah, or it's pretty Barcelona. easy. Hey, go do things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Messi, just score. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Yeah. Uh, so interesting, not interesting, but kind of sad in a way. You know, when all these countries get uh, like any tournaments, any major tournaments, like you know, like Brazil had uh, the Olympics. They built stadiums. People died. Brazil never really took care of anybody. So, but Qatar, the World Cup. In 2022 is going to be in Qatar. Yeah. So now they're building stadiums for for you know a world tournament. At least six thousand five hundred workers have died building stadiums in Qatar. So that means an average of twelve workers have died each week since. Qatar got awarded the tournament. Hey, uh, welcome to corruption, my friend. That's 
That's insane. Bro, that is why Qatar did not deserve the fucking World Cup. When you have to build stadiums, it's a fucking issue. Yeah. I mean, I know that, uh, what, they, they built one stadium in Brazil for the the Rio de, ne- Rio de mm-hmm. Janeiro. They built one stadium out in the rainforest basically for settings. Yeah. And they, but they still lost like 200 people on that shit. Yeah. Qatar has to build like 10 fucking stadiums. 10, dude. So, and it's not like they give a shit about regulations. They just want the fucking things up. That, that's, that was what I was going to say. It's like, can you imagine? 10 stadiums by 2022. Okay, we're. They, they got awarded it eight years ago, but it takes like four years for the money to be deposited. Yeah. Not like they need the fucking money because obviously it got bought off anyway by some rich fucking Qatar billionaire. Yeah. So, so he probably has the money to build, you know, cheap ass stadiums that are only going to be there for. Yeah. It's going to be used for a month. A month. And that's it. And then they're never going to get touched again. Yeah. You ever see that shit about like abandoned shit for Olympic stadiums? Like, yeah. Like the like shit Brazil. in like, yeah, you know, like South Korea. There's like a yeah. Olympic baseball stadium that it hasn't been touched since the Olympics. And it Like sucks. 2006. And it's completely been like taken over by nature again. Yeah. It just sucks. It but sucks. it's like it's like Qatar. What are they going to do with ten new fucking football stadiums? Nothing. Nothing. And it's not like building a stadium here in the U.S. It's not like there's regulations. Yeah. It's not like you know you got unions that can get in there and work it. It's not like they you know those companies all have yeah, proper yeah. equipment to put things yeah. up. They have a plan. They have a decent architect that knows what they're doing. Yeah, dude, it's gonna. Would you be shocked if you heard in 2022? That a stadium collapses mid match and kills a bunch of fans. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be shocked at all. Bro, because I can see that shit happening. Yeah. It's gonna happen. I'm gonna tell you right now, it's gonna happen. Somebody yeah. some fucking structural thing is gonna happen with one of those stadiums and people are gonna die. Yeah, because they're working basically twenty four seven building these stadiums with little pay probably. And you know they're just so fatigued, and they're well, dude. Rushing. Imagine building that shit. Even like even right now, that's gotta suck. Imagine when yeah. it hits like 140 in Qatar oh, yeah. during the summer when yeah. they have to finish it up. Yeah, that's why. That's why I understand a lot of the time when when people boycott. Yeah, you know, because it's like their loved ones passed away. Bro, doing it's that. it's fucking slave labor. Yeah. Almost is what they that's got what going is. there. Yeah, that's what it they is. literally pick guys up off the street and give them a hammer and say, "Go yeah. put some nails into this board." Yeah. So. Like, dude, no, no, like, that's crazy though. Twelve yeah. a week, yeah, twelve a week, and nobody's saying shit. Nope. So, and that's, bro, and and to think, to think, after what's his name got fired from FIFA, or from uh, uh, FIFA, uh, Bladder, Joseph yeah, Set Bladder, Set Bladder, since Set Bladder got fired because of corruption, yeah, and went to jail for corruption, yeah. After the the Qatar, and they went back and looked at it, and they decided Qatar still gets it. I think that was like shit. three months after it was announced, bro. Yeah, because getting rid of Set Bladder clearly fixed the corruption in an organization ran by people from the poorest nations in the world. Yeah, think about that shit. Yeah, yeah. like I mean, you really think a dude from Honduras like gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, give it to Qatar. It's fine. When Honduras' time comes around, I just want to pat on the back, and you yeah. guys are going to pay me millions of dollars to, you know, 
keep my mouth shut about the fact how he gave me my vote. Yeah, dude, I mean, like it's, it's so crazy. fucking stupid. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. so stupid. I don't. I'm not saying anything against Honduras. All right, I'm just using it as an example. <laughs> not saying anything bad about Honduras. Just using it as an example. Why did it have to be Honduras? Could have been El Salvador. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't think of a poor country. I just thought of a country <laughs> south. I don't know. Oh man. Uh, yeah. So they, you know, twelve a week, basically since 2010. When they got awarded. Bro, that's such fucking bullshit. So I think that's a lot of shit. I understand why people boycott. You lose loved ones. So, I mean. Well, dude. I mean, I really hope those workers fucking boycott. I I hope so, too. If 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 stadium construction halts, maybe they'll finally take a look at that shit. Because they they need to take it. But, um. So, anyway. That was, uh. That was it. Oh, my picks. Yes. So last week, my parlay almost hit. <laughs> the only team that fucked me was Chelsea. <laughs> Thank you, Chelsea, for deciding not to beat Southampton. Uh, my individual bets did not hit. But um, I'm looking to keep bouncing. I'm looking to bounce back again this week. I hope things turn around all right. I'm going to be playing a four-teamer. I've got, I'm taking Man City against West Ham. Although I might take that mm. off the card. Right now I'm playing it. Man City versus West Ham. Man City's minus 400. Just because that is a trip back. And West Ham has... West Ham is one of those teams that we were talking about where it's like you have nothing else to play for. Why not concentrate on the league? Yeah. And I think they're one of those teams that can figure that out. I think they're doing it right now, which is why they're in fourth place. Um. But on my four-teamer, I'm taking Man City versus West Ham, minus 400. I'm taking Brighton to beat West Brom, do a bit of a bounce back. Brighton's minus 105. Leicester is going to beat Arsenal at plus 150. Leicester's going to smash Arsenal, plus 150. Wouldn't be surprised. That's, I mean, plus money against Arsenal, that's easy. Easy money. Hammer that shit. You know I know you're talking about your bets, but do you think people that wear their jerseys out in public is like on purpose? Like, what Arsenal fans? Yeah, like I I saw one the other day, and I'm just like like on purpose. I mean, like did he not do laundry? <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. I'm mean, just curious. I'm sure, somebody's using it as like a cum rag. That's it. They're gonna need to. I mean, I wouldn't wear it in public. I, I wouldn't. Nope. I have not worn a Liverpool jersey this starting this year. I might, I might wear a. a I haven't worn my sit my United jersey in a while. Yeah, I, know I haven't worn that. my United jersey in a while. I might bust that out soon. Uh, I'm. I don't think I'm. I'm waiting for the weather to get warm. I've been wearing my jacket, but not my not my jersey. I'll wear it next year. Yeah, I bet you so. will. Um, and then for my last pick on the parlay, I'm taking Liverpool to beat Sheffield. It's about time y'all motherfuckers bounce back. I'm hoping. Liverpool at minus two fifty. Those four bets get you plus six fifty odds. So you put a hundred down, you're gonna get seven fifty back. Not a bad payout. That's pretty decent That's pretty for good. those four teams. I think. I mean, it sounds pretty clear. Like I said, I might change it though because that City West Ham game. Now that we've talked about it, I'm actually kind of worried about it. <laughs> now, now that I've thought about it, like legitimately, like normally, like you see City, you're like, yeah, done, fucking, yeah, easy. I mean, if you lose a parlay because City loses, it's a win-win. Right. 
either city loses or you get money. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then I'm actually playing three teams of uh, individual bets. I'm going to be taking Crystal Palace versus Fulham. I'm taking a draw. I think they're going to tie. That's about on par. They're about the same level. Um, Palace is going to be flying high a little bit after beating Brighton. Mm -hmm. But... I think Fulham's looking to kind of get their form back. So that bet's plus 245. Um, I'm taking Villa to beat Leeds. Villa is actually a dog, and I think Villa is much (laughs) better than Leeds. They're what? That's a term. It's an underdog. They're underdogs. I know, but it's just because... I don't know. It was just <laughs> I know it's underdogs, but it's just so funny the way you said it. Oh, they're a dog, yes. Um, <laughs> at plus 215, Villa, Aston Villa is going to beat Leeds, plus 215. And then actually, I'm going to be putting some individual money on United. Manchester United will beat Chelsea. Manchester United is plus 245. They are the dogs going into Stanford Bridge. I think we're going to be rolling. I think it's about time that Tuchel takes his first loss. I think this would be the perfect time for it. I don't know, man. They're playing in Stanford. They are They are playing in Stanford, but, it, I mean, that shit doesn't matter anymore. I don't know. Yeah, it's just, since you know, no I, Like I said, we're going, to be, we're going to be wrestling players against Sociedad, so we're going to have a fresh squad against Chelsea. I've got United winning... At plus two forty-five, those are all individual bets. Oh, shit, I might even turn that into a three-teamer itself just to see those payouts. Damn, all dogs might take that. Well, the draw is not a dog, but I mean, well, it is the highest odds, so I guess the draw is a dog. I don't know how that works. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, once again, my four-teamer. I'm taking Man City, Brighton, Leicester, and Liverpool. And then I'm placing individuals on Crystal Palace and Fulham to draw. Villa versus Leeds. I'm taking Villa to win. And I'm taking United to beat Chelsea. Um, we're going to see how that goes. Yeah. This might have been our longest pod ever. I think so. Because you just wouldn't shut the fuck up about how shitty Liverpool is. Almighty Liverpool. Don't get that shit confused. They're pretty shitty. No. You know what? You want to know what's shitty? Come on, you 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 know you want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. You do. Tell me. United is shit. Oh, <laughs> hey, what place are you in? Um, so anyway, that's the pod. Who's in the Champions League? <laughs> that's the pod. <laughs> this has been the Football Fiends podcast. Thank you all for listening. We love you, and we'll see you all next week. And remember, you never walk alone. Oh, he tombstoned him.